Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Last Minute Kickout. I am always Pete Titans Creed Neverco. I haven't changed, not yet. Haven't got my heel persona just yet. I'm still a face. But joining me are the heels themselves of Last Minute Kickout. One, Mr. John Turbo Finley. Good evening. And one, Mr. Kevin, the Kevin Eva Eva. Welcome, you parasites. Yes, exactly. He's uh, he's adopted the um, I was going to say Dean Malenko, but Dean Ambrose, uh, Dean Ambrose's heel gimmick, indeed. Um, yes, we're here to talk about AEW Fighter Fest, the second pay per view since the All Elite Wrestling branding, and what a what a show it was. I thought it was a pretty good show. I mean, more so for its main card and whatnot. Um... There was a bit. Was a bit even yeah. the pre-show, the buy-in was really good. That tag match was amazing. Oh, t- oh yeah, I oh. definitely agree on tag, that. But yeah. uh... tag match, amazing. Carry on. Yes. <laughs> my, my <laughs> big, there's my... something that we will quickly pass over in. My in my biggest course. problem with the pre-show was the use of the the booth babes type things, but I have a feeling it was a shout out to like CEO, something more like that. Um, I, I, was, it, the whole... that, oh, I, I thought the whole point was that it was the gag. Uh, it, was, it was the gag that it was the gag that it was Kenny Omega getting sort of mad with power yeah. and then trying to put all this stuff in that was like, Oh yeah, game. And then cause because by the second match or whatever, they'd have been yeah, like, the place just like yeah. mannequins. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Yeah. But um, it was, yeah, the the whole gimmick on this was uh, to parody another festival called Firefest. Yeah, Fest. Mm-hmm. Firefest. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently that was notorious for having all these kind of like... Uh, promises and everything else, which... Are but, yeah, broken yeah, promises. Yeah, because it was all... It was, they all in the Twitter on the, on the lead up to the day, they had this false narrative going on about, you know, how Kenny Omega hadn't booked anything properly and all the wrestlers were giving like being given two pieces of bread and a piece of cheese in a, like a, the burger box as their meal. Uh, and it, it was all, it was all a relation to that. Yeah. But yeah, Kenny, but yeah, but Kenny actually, one of the, the backstage skits when he was talking to the Bucks was like, no, it's, it's, it's all gone wrong. Uh, Cause I'm sorry. I spent half the money from uh, half our entire budget on our new ring gear. And it's like, I can't afford any more models or anything like that. It's like, ah, <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was kind of being played for laughs, but uh, it yeah. was still sort of, I, 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 everyone immediately just sort of went, mm. "You're not going to yeah, go that far." Yeah, and if you did, if you didn't know what they were getting, it was like a blase kind of like, yeah. eh, whatever. Well, see, but, I didn't uh, follow any of these skits. I literally just watched the program. So, indeed, indeed, yeah. and that's a lesson they need to learn. Not everyone's going to see those things. Mm. Yeah. Like I don't like. I presume you two watch all the be the elite stuff. I don't watch that at all. So I, I, I don't watch any episodes. I watch most of it, but even so, is I have a feeling it will. They be have something... to understand not everyone's going to follow that. I have a feeling yeah. it will be something that's rectified when they start doing TV programming. Yeah, mm. I think TV will obviously help them uh, establish for their future pay per views going forward. So mm. look forward to that in the fall. Or yeah, autumn, I mean, as after, we that's after all out. So I assume there'll still be some more social media presence up until then. Uh, but yes, the first match was a triple th- trip. Uh, sorry, a three way team match not a triple threat um to advance to all out with an opportunity at a first round buy in the aew world tag team championship and it consisted of the best friends against socal uncensored and private party 
Now, Private Party were the only ones, because obviously on um, Double or Nothing, I'd seen Best Friends and Circle Uncensored, so Private Party, I didn't know who they were. But, mm. uh, oh my god, like, I wanted more of them by the time the um, the match was over. Oh yeah. god, yeah. It's like, what a great way... match. Yeah, what a great way to introduce a hot new tag team. Mm. Don't don't uh, put them over without having them picking up the pin for anything. Everybody wanted more. I don't know why one of them was apparently Simon Phoenix from Demolition Man, but apart from that, (laughs) there was so much to enjoy about that tag match. Um, So, yeah, first match off is, yeah, best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent. Uh, And they're getting a push. I'm not quite sure why. I think it's because of of um, uh, Double or Nothing, their performance there. Because mm. uh, didn't they win that match at Double or Nothing? They no, did. They did. Did, they? did they? Yes, they, they did. did. <coughs> they did. Hi. Right. So it was. It's just building on top of their. Mm. Yeah, it's just building on top of their um, uh, strong win from Double or Nothing to just continue the momentum for them being strong contenders in the tag team division and whatnot. And afterwards, we kind of like understand that they will also have quite a, you know, good storyline going within the company with uh, our friend. I say our friends. Um, uh, the the team of uh, not now the super Sma- uh, the Super Smash Brothers, because um, uh, it would have been nice if they were still called that at this, uh, par- you know wrestling slash gaming event um but no that was the dark order at the very end mm. uh, after that's, that's going to be their thing moving forward that was actually one of the, the things with this particular with this particular paper even more so than obviously the last one is that it really was like setting up setting up stories setting up angles yeah. and setting up feuds for the future um I have a feeling we're going to see... Which I'm pretty down for. I have a feeling we're going to see the Dark Order make an appearance at... uh, All Out. All Out, yeah. Yeah, they'll... uh, Or at least their minions will show up, the two. Again. The entire... Yeah, the the, the entire front row will turn out to be members of the Dark Order. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the overall match... I mean, some of the notable stuff... The the tag team, like, uh, synergy between mm. all three was just on point there was like uh, i think there was like uh like I, th- I think it was like socal did like a like i can't i it was something something into an ace crusher kind of like uh style kind of like yeah. maneuver that was sweet that was a lot really of maneuver good. then yeah. there, there was a lot of very crisp very fresh tag team moves and, and counters as well there was quite yeah a lot, quite a lot of uh, very impressive counters yeah and, uh, and um, like you said the, the uh, private party they were getting the hot hot crowd yeah. uh, to, during that uh, match as well so them and uh, best friends they were competing for the crowd's affection during the whole match uh, but granted the crowd was happy no matter who was going to win anything. Oh, I, they, had, they, had, they had my loyalty the second they got announced. Hmm. Where it was like, <laughs> from a place where you need an invitation. <laughs> it, was like, it was like weighing 10 ounces of cranberry or something. <laughs> 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 
that, so that wasn't. I am into these guys. That's good. I, I'll tell. I'll tell you this much. It, it was very unique uh, how uh, the certain wrestlers did get that kind of like uniqueness to their entrances, like uh, their denomination of their weight. Like for later on in the show, yeah, uh, a little, little bit more. Some fun. of the UK uh, talents was, uh, you know, build in stone. Yes, that was stone. yeah. So it's fun stuff like that. Fun, fun little nuances that little little shake up here and there for uh, yeah. the announcement team. Just to remind you, he was British. Cool, blimey, Gunther. Yeah. But no, blimey this tag God. match, awesome, awesome match. Definitely a watch. Uh, it's a great way to open the floor, really. Mm. And it's free on YouTube, so yeah, go yeah. watch the buy-in for yeah. this match alone. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. SCU S- S- lost again, though. Um, I think it's because they're so well known that like even what was it um even christopher daniels said in an interview recently like at this point he's considered retiring a lot but like with the opportunity aew no one's presented the wrestling world will not allow christopher daniels to retire yeah but i mean Daniels must wrestle literally forever until he is dust so i I think i mean plus i mean you know both best friends and socal were at um double or nothing and they were both showcased there so i'm not entirely oh, yeah. surprised that private party yeah. would put over as much as they were absolutely um, um also again before before we leave scorpio sky didn't get as much as as the previous uh, match we talked about still just want to see more of him yes more more of him more, please was want to see more of every single team in yeah, that absolutely. which is which is a great way to kick off indeed um moving on to the librarians this was i switched off of this i was interested to see where it was going apparently looking up more of this after the point the librarians are meant to be a play on uh bookers and just telling people to just be quiet and everything else so apparently that's what the gimmick is based on but Mm -hmm. uh it was an idea from tony khan apparently and they liked it so much they went with two of them so it's yeah well they, annou- they announced it. They announced it on being the elite as a joke mm-hmm. that they were going to have this gimmick with librarian, and so many people inquired about it that they, in the next episode, they sort of went, "Well, apparently, you guys want to do this, so I guess we'll do interviews." <laughs> and they had people send in the thing, and yeah, that's one of the reasons we've got two. But. Um, to quote somebody in the crowd, this gimmick sucks. <laughs> um, it's definitely uh, interesting to say the least, but um... he's, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Dead. He's, he's completely but... dead and ruined Ali debuting for God's sake. Yeah. It, uh, Ali deserves so much better than this. And if you haven't seen her work in Impact, um, I I'd check it out. She had some crazy shit going on with Rosemary in the last year and a half. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, poor Ali. Ah, and the for, former Blue Pants uh, being in this uh, uh, like librarian gimmick uh, and whatnot. She could be so much better. I mean, granted, well, is, uh, they, they might they might, they might they might just toast the gimmick after this and just allow them to do you know proper things. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe before they break into the Hardy compound or somewhere they say is the Hardy compound, and they just chuck her in the lake. Because that's something the Bucks would do. Yeah, probably. Like, oh yeah, we probably tricked her in the lake, and woo, look, she's back. She's blue pants again. Um, 
I think the less said about this match, the better, really, as Kev said. Like, uh, yeah, it was very forgettable for me. I, uh, I straight up switched off. From a rather forgettable match to a match I think we all want to forget. Um, mm. Michael Nakazawa and Alex Jabaley. If there was ever a call for a pre-show to have a pre-show that wasn't aired... Uh, I, I, I am actually fine with this match. It was nice... It was nice in that it was specifically for the audience that was there. Yeah. Okay. It was specifically for the audience that was there. We and a, the fact that we've got, we had one of the biggest esports stars in the world get involved is actually really really big news for AEW that they've got that kind of connection with him handing him the um, control stick. Oh, Freddie Wong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's legitimately a really big thing for them. And it's, it's, it's that audience that they're really going for. And one of the reasons that um, WWE is suddenly going, Whoop, we are, we're going for teams, we're going for teams, Paul. Yeah, but, I mean, but the thing is, is that you, oh, don't need to ha- yeah, you don't need to have personalities to that extent to be yeah. involved in the product and whatnot. Mostly when people want to get people who are fans of video games into wrestling, just make video game references in the wrestling, like which we will see later but on. Yeah, multiple, you, multiple you, times. You, you have to remember that there is a big difference between someone who would watch Freddie Wong's YouTube channel in general and to someone who would watch Freddie Wrong at a, a wrestling event and be like, "Oh, this is really cool." There's a there's a big, a big difference. Yeah, you uh, you Freddie Wong is a big YouTuber, my dude. Alex, Alex Jabaley is the CEO of CEO. Freddie Wong is a YouTuber. Rocket jump and all that. Yeah. I mean, granted, you can have have that kind of like personality and whatnot in. Uh, in the crowd and but there's whatnot. a big there's a big difference that the everything is not as easily segregated in uh, an entertainment world as like video games are an entry to wrestling yeah a lot of the time it it intertwines quite easily and yeah uh, well it intertwines a lot yeah. i mean look at the partnership that wwe has with 2k uh, especially you know in recent years with their tournaments and stuff like that yeah it's um, it's just the thing but i don't know it was playing on something that they did last year uh, from what i'm i've i've read from this so yeah it's 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 an angle that was ha- happened yet uh, last year where uh, Alex, uh Jibaley, um uh injured himself before the there before him and uh, nakazawa uh were going to have a match last year at uh, the last ceo event that yeah. was a cross tie-in with uh, um, um, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and all that. But it, it was it was a little bit of fun, I think. Um, yeah, it was it was just a walk and brawl. And, I don't know. Uh, like, I think it, this would have been better if it went librarians, Nakazawa, and ending and then on the, the tag, tag match. match. Yeah, I could definitely agree with you on the match order this time around. That's why I said said if you want to watch the buy-in, just watch the tag match, because mm. um, you know yeah, um, the other two matches just you could just skip over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Justin Wong is a professional fighter game. Oh, that too. Right. I which thought it, I was quite why? sure it was Freddie Wong. Wong no, it's Justin Wong. Justin Wong, which is why I was slightly confused. No, it, like, as I was saying, this match had its place. 
it the, it's like, it's like the crowd was into it. The crowd don't make this way. The crowd was into it. It would have been they're fine to have it not broadcasted, and maybe they could have chucked it on the AEW YouTube at a later date. Maybe. Having it in the actual thing. Yeah, it kind of brought the whole thing down and started bringing that sort of. I weird I I, I think again. it was fine where it was in in terms of the pre-show. It wasn't on the main card, so mm. you know, I mean, that, it it been yeah, available yeah. to free view or for people who are at CEO and everything else like that is a different thing. I just think it, the card the card for the pre-show should have been moved around a little bit. That's all. Flip, flipped it because you're, you're lo- the last thing to sell you on buying this pay-per-view is that match. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, it, it it is a bad thing to kind of like try to sell you on. Even though you had um, <laughs> John Moxley afterwards uh, with his small little promo say, "Leave the stuff there." What he's got to be using blooming uh, play play sticks and uh, you know uh, God knows what else and thongs in his uh, death match later on. Yes, nah, 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 yes, nah. he is right. filled with barbed wire. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah. Um, moving on to the main card, we open with Seema defeating Christopher Daniels. Kind of a rematch from Double or Nothing, but just in a singles variety this time. Yeah. As was mentioned many times in the commentary, these two have faced each other many times all over the world. Uh, and obviously it was, uh, they were, they were fighting for something. They were fighting for the right to face Omega, Mm -hmm. uh, fight for the Fallen. Yeah. Uh, and both of them really wanted that opportunity. Uh, so they had that going for them. This was a great match. Yeah. I mean, of, of two very well seasoned professionals um, just showing, casing what they could do. It was very good. Really good way to open the card, I thought. All right. People were just skipping the buy in. This was a good, good starting point um, for the main show. Uh, Daniel's obviously still in top form. Um, with his uh, work work rate and whatnot, is uh, crazy. How you know he's been? He's obviously just those uh, you know grizzled veterans that uh, still that could still go essentially. You know, mm. it's um it's going to be interesting to see what Daniels does um, because it feels like he he's literally putting talent over at this point. And I think he knows that while him versus Omega and Fight for the Fallen would be absolutely amazing, none of them have got anything to gain at that point from a match between those two. Like, they have no need to put each other over. It behooves them more to put in position the guy who's training all the OWE yeah. guys because he's going to be one of their linchpin contacts going forward. Mm-hmm. And if you make him... A powerful and you know people. Go, okay, this guy can beat Christopher Daniels. So what's he teaching these other younger Chinese wrestlers coming through? This, as they said, this first generation of Chinese wrestlers. Yeah, um, that's going to be quite something to see. And then you've got this again. It's another story moving forward in terms of um, that S- the SCU versus uh, OWE contingent are not going to. That story's not going to go away either. As well, but look at things. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see a lot more of that as well as time goes on. Um, Riho, Yuka, Sakazawa, Sakazaki, and Nyla Rose. An interesting triple, uh, an interesting three-way match. I keep saying triple threat. WWE programming is just in my brain. Yeah. Um, an interesting three-way match. Um, yeah. What do you guys think of this one? It was a bit sloppy at times, but it was all right. 
Um, I mean, the the. I think it was definitely know, better than the the the, the tag, tag match. Team match the, that yeah, it, I, I'll definitely agree to that. It was definitely not as uh, sloppy as uh, that one, but uh, the notable spots uh, um, were do uh, was very good. I mean, Nyla Rose showing her dominant power in the match was evident, uh, especially that um, uh, the double. Kind of like holding off uh, both Rio and uh, uh, yes. oh, yeah. uh, Yuka. Aye. What g- great strength and balance as well mm-hmm. to maintain that. To, because, to, to take a crossbody where you've already got somebody crossbodied and catch them. Yeah. Obscene and then just slam. Or, or was it an overhead? I think it was an overhead. I, um, it was like... I can't remember, but... Still, I, think I, I, was, I was too busy just going. Just like, yeah. Oh, that was it. That was what I went to say. Um... Back to private party. The fir- first, well, the first things they said, apart from obviously the introduction, well, the first things they said was, "These guys are trained by Amazing Red." Who? Boom, done. Amazing Red. Um, never really hit in WWE or anything, but elsewhere on the indie scene, uh, particularly had runs in TNA. One of, quite one of the best high flyers there has ever been in the ring in terms of speed and and just gymnastic ability could do ridiculous things. and you could see if you've ever seen any of his matches you could see that influence in private party and if he's training them and they're like that already we got a special tag team on our hands okay keep 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 your eyes on them i suppose then yeah but Biggest. yeah um Back to the women's match. Um, yeah, uh, I was I was thinking that uh, 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 Yuki uh, would uh, get the win here, but no, Rio was ke- continuing again, like um, uh, best friends were continuing their dominance uh, or her dominance this time around uh, by uh, getting the pin on uh, uh, Nia Rose and. Of course, Nia Rose, obviously being the heel in this uh, thing, uh, also being Orchid, uh, Orchard, yeah. uh, Orchid, Orchid, yeah, from Killer Orchid Instinct. From Killer Instinct. Um, to released her at Killer Instinct by trying to beat up on Rio, and then the bit at the end um, was really, really questioning. It's like I was really wondering what what the heck happened between Rio and Yuki. There, it's like. Uh, um, where Rio just pushed her away, and it's like I don't want your help. And she was literally they I upset legit- the magical girl. Yeah, I was legitimately outrageous. Thing I- you made the magical girl cry. You are now a heel. Yeah, it's like I was kind of wondering, it's like what the heck, what? And, and the poor girl had had that kind of like you know that anguished face of like being. Heartbroken and disappointed. Somebody kicked a puppy. Yeah, somebody like, kicked a puppy, basically. Something like that, and that that is obviously gonna be a storyline going forward. I think good I think that might be uh, going into uh, um, all out. I think what what I quite liked during that match was was neither Rose was the heel. Mm-hmm. She didn't come out as the heel. Yeah. The crowd decided she was the heel yeah. the second she started offense on the two slight girls. 
and that no, there was this. There was this thing. She came out. Everyone was cheering. Everything, and she, everyone was ready for the, the knocker. And then she started you know, dominating. And she started. She got. And she was like, "Yeah, I'm doing. I'm, she's really proud and really happy that she was. She was doing well. He's like, okay, I, well, I've got, I kind of got it. And then, then she noticed. She she reacted to the crowd because there is a booyah because. It's the big girl beating up the slight girl. Oh no, that's bullying! And, and she was looking at them like she was looking at the crowd, like almost conf- just confused. I was like, "Why are you booing me?" It's almost like certain mental programming has been in place for many, many years. And yeah. and as a and as a result, then she started doing healy stuff. Then she started taking things a little bit more physical in reaction to the crowd and she was looking kept looking at the crowd and one of the reasons why she was um in the match as the commentary was saying is like why is she doing all this why isn't she doing why is she not taking the pinfall because the character was reacting to the audience yeah yeah in terms of you know oh you can't you you can't do it oh can't i well watch me including that really good uh move off the top Hmm. that she did um but yeah, that's a thing going forward. And then afterwards, we, she was full blown here when she attacks uh, Rio from behind, of course. Yeah. But, but yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a couple of like missed times at, uh, at at points in the match, like like in last time. But again, not as bad as last time where they were in the big tag match and whatnot. But overall, I did actually enjoy this match uh, quite a bit. So. Yeah, yeah. They they sl- they slipped into a cradle. They slipped into a go behind into a slam or something. They they, they fixed it in in a hurry, basically. Yeah, yeah. Lots of good stuff going forward. Absolutely. Um, moving on to uh, an amazing match: um, Adam Page versus Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy with Luchasaurus riding the- Luchasaurus and, riding um, and Bowser's riding Luchasaurus to the ring. And uh, MJF in a four-way match. I believe there was uh, a reward for whoever won this match as well. Yes, uh, the winner would get to face uh, Kip Sabian uh, at uh, Fight for the Fallen. Who was on commentary for this. Yes. Uh, actually, actually, speaking of commentary, commentary itself was a heck of a lot better this time. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and that included having Golden Boy on it, who is not a wrestling commentator... And was infinitesimally better than the previous guy. Mm. Yeah, can we have him back, please? Yes, yeah, please sign quite... him to AEW. He's, he's, yeah, he's clearly he's clearly got the knack of it and was and was listening well. Yeah, he's got um, passion, which mm. is what you need in that position and whatnot. Yeah. Jr. can only dish out so much. Mm. Uh, and is it J- in his Jr. Age, so. Jr. was good. Excalibur was. I mean, we, men- we mentioned this. We mentioned this uh, at the end of Double or Nothing, where it felt like Jr. was only alive towards like the end of the stuff, the yeah. but he was pretty good throughout. No, mm-hmm. he, he he was he was invested, and he was sell- again. He was uh, it was very WWE, but he was selling the stories of everything that was going on, uh, particularly uh, Darby Allen. His mm. his story and his interactions later. Who I, I keep reading is Darby All In. Oh yeah, I, I kind of read I, it. I, 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 we were talking, we were talking about mental being mentally trained. I am those were those letters are supposed to be all in in this in this <laughs> company. Um, but we we'll get we'll get to that. But yeah, Jim Jr. was a lot better as well mm-hmm. as you mentioned. Uh, what did you think? Of, what did you think of Excalibur this time around, Pete? He was a little bit more passive over the over the course of the evening. It felt like 
in uh, Double or Nothing, he seemed to be pretty much the voice. Like, he was quite loud compared to everybody else. And this one, he was quite subdued, very passive, and letting everybody else talk a lot more and everything else. That's what it came so, across. Because we know that... Um, we know from previous social that's been going on that this was pr prior to uh, Double or Nothing that they'd, they'd had... Um, as Cody put it, commentary drills, um, where they actually had the team there just commentating on just, I guess, recorded matches and then just feeding back on it mm -hmm. prior to stuff. Uh, I just wonder if those have uh, sort of come in a bit more in the time since. Maybe they've got some archive footage or something somewhere that they're going to release at a later date. But... It's it's uh, Jr. did say after after double nothing that, that, that you know it's it was day one essentially and things would improve. Um, things will improve, but uh, even further. But uh, I don't know about you boys, but I'm I'm interested to see how it how the next one goes with with fight for the fall if it snaps back to the previous three. We'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, if they do bring back, uh, uh, although who who uh, the the one who is on the pre-show uh, commentary, uh, I kind of mind his name. That yeah, was okay. among uh, Golden Boy and uh, Excalibur. He was all right. Uh, Logan yeah. Summer. Yeah, if he's part of the team, you know, he yeah he would he he's good in that position as like. The pre-show guy, the the, the fill-in for JR or whoever. Mm -hmm. But no, if Golden Boy doesn't isn't part of the the you know the main commentary team going forward, mm -hmm. uh, and they have him uh, instead, you know him, JR, and Excalibur, and so, yeah, that's that still a decent still work, combination. Yeah. Go work, go forward. Yeah, with. just that. I don't know. I'm though. I'm kind of done with three-man commentary desks. To be honest, it's. It's too many. That, yeah, it, that's I mean, a lot of people have said that recently. I think Jr. might have even said it. It's it's too many voices. I, I mean, this is funny since we're a three man podcast as well. But I mean, it, it's a lot of the time when it comes to that, uh, when it comes to wrestling commentary, it's too many voices arguing for stuff. When it's at least a two man booth, you've literally got the you've got the idyllic face, you've got the idyllic heel. Uh, commentator and you know both people get their time to get the voices over whereas taking WWE as an example you've got Michael Cole who is essentially the ringleader and the ad read voice and you've got Corey Graves as the heel and you've got uh, oh my god is Corey Graves Byron a heel? Saxon. Corey Graves is very uh, much a heel commentator is Corey right Graves now. a heel or is he an absolute twat? I mean he's he's the best commentator in the universe according to Paul Heyman um, he's the voice. He's the voice of WWE. Yeah, it's uh, it's too many voices arguing yeah. for air, and yeah. they all just mumble over themselves. And it, you can tell that even they're not taking it very uh, competently, uh, competently, um, professionally either, because they just break down laughing altogether at stages. And it's just like it's nothing. You, you, you even when Lawler was trying to be humorous back in the day, Jr. wouldn't laugh. He just him to pipe down and just concentrate yeah, on the match. Yeah, JR's thing was to sort of to, to drove Lee's Real thing. Yeah, he was just like, uh, you yeah, know, really? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I think, I, fact, JR's non-reaction made it funnier. Exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm just done with three-man commentary booths, I'll be honest. I've had enough. Uh, I've had enough okay. for a while. If they, if, if they want, you know, if they do choose, uh, you know, two-man commentary for the TV going forward, uh, you know, by by the time TV comes around. I mean, two-man two commentary works very well on New Japan. It works very well in the British wrestling. You know, I, I don't understand this necessity to have a three-man booth. I don't understand yeah. why it's been this, become a thing. I don't know why it's the norm in the US. Mm. Uh, it's not even all of the US, is it? I'm quite sure. Uh, I, I'm sure. I'm quite sure AAA more... and it, do impact. Well, that's Mexico. Yeah, but does it impact? I wonder if it's. I wonder if it's come in slightly more as the shows have got longer. You need to have to give people more of a break yeah, in between stuff. If that's if that's slightly a reaction to it, maybe. But then. Even in which case, in which case, AEW even more should have two man booth. A two man booth. <laughs> if that's the case uh, for WrestleMania, they should have five men in the bloody booth if they don't want. Well, no, they split. They split no, their they've got hundreds. They've got hundreds. Yeah. They've got they've got ones. They've got a trio or a, or or two. You've every, got a trio for the every country. Every you have, country you have a trio. Yeah, you have a trio for the English speaking audience and a duo for every other thing. Yeah. Welcome. Look anyway. Now the German, the German announce table. When the hell did we ever need a German announce table? Exactly. Um, I mean, why the hell? We're getting off topic. Yeah. Um, Cody with Brandy Rhodes uh, against Darby Allen. What an interesting match. Um, Mm. Darby Allen was the unknown in this, wasn't he? Yeah. This is pretty much. Yeah. Big. uh, You know, in like debuts so sort of like a debut on a main stage essentially because i don't think he's had we didn't even talk about the four-way oh did we not no <laughs> did we just literally have this no we literally yeah, we, we just literally. had a tangent about the t- commentary yeah we're yeah um, so yeah adam page yes i uh <laughs> bloody hell I hope they're not listening to this and they're going it's like, you're skipping over our matches? What the fuck? No, uh, they're, they're, in for, they're in for the banter and the discussions as well. And that was a really yeah. interesting discussion. We'll just have to think. Yeah. But uh, right, the match itself, oh, jeez, really good. And it's like uh, Jungle Boy. Oh, God. That that flip Jungle Boy did from the turnbuckle. Reverse, I seriously... reverse cannonball off the yeah, top. I, and I seriously it. thought he necked himself on that thing. But luckily oh. enough, he was able to, he wasn't, he didn't overshoot or undershoot and whatnot. He just he did he did flick whatever was on the top of the the ring post off, which like some rubber covering that mm. was there and whatnot. Uh, so luckily that was the only thing that flew. Hopefully no one no one got yeah. hit by it. But yeah, um, uh, yeah I some of the stuff there. Uh, you were saying, you know, <laughs> uh, Luchasaurus, uh, you know. Uh, I love bringing Jungle Boy to uh, to the ring, and he was also yeah. out a couple of times, like uh, trying to get him back into the ring uh, after he was gonna be knocked down hmm. from the apron at times. Um, oh, um, and Hangman Page is like a man of that size, being able to do uh, several of those moves that he does, especially his signatures, like his uh, his uh, buckshot lariat, is just a, a really impressive thing to do for him to just flip over the ropes and just do that massive Larry clothesline. It's massive. Um, 
uh, what was it? F, F, uh, MJF. Bastard of all people. <laughs> it's like, and he loves it, which is great. Um, Lots of people love it. Yeah. He is, like, he is essentially, for those who aren't watching AEW and are with WWE Project, he's the Miz if the Miz's heel persona was let off a, or let off the chain. Yeah. Like, and was British. And, yeah. <laughs> like, he's it's the, British? It's, yes. It's, it's, oh, the best, it's the best way to put it. Like, no wonder he's so good. <laughs> he's, yeah, he... There was so much to like about this in terms of... In, you know, even... even Jimmy Havoc doing his thing. Oh yeah, Jimmy Havoc. Um, he was the one who uh, Turbo mentioned was introduced and was, uh, uh, was uh, weight was in stone. Yeah. <laughs> he had he actually had a nasty bump as well like, in terms of landing pretty much square on his head. Oof. That made that made me wince. I don't know about you yeah. if you saw it. Um, I think I can recall uh, what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, what was it? Jungle Boy did that really good uh, sunset. Uh, it was like a flip sunset kind of like power bomb from the second rope or something like that. It's like, yeah. What 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 maneuverability of him? Like he he's definitely if they can ever uh, introduce like a mid card title, um, him having that kind of like mid card run of that would be amazing. Uh, I feel, yeah, because mm-hmm. he can pull off some really good mid card matches. Um, you know, any of the talent that are in that car, uh, you know. I don't know. There. I think everybody in this match has the ability to be a main card draw. Well, I know Hangman Page, definitely. I, like, and of course, uh, for, for his win in this match, he needed I'm, this win to keep his momentum going and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. But MJF has got main draw potential. Uh, big, big Jimmy deal, Havoc yeah. has got main draw potential, especially against... I assume more more earlier than not, there'll be a match between him and John Moxley. Oh, yeah, point. definitely. Yes. And uh, Jungle Boy's got the ability to be in the main card. Like, this... You feel so? Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I, w- I would think that him and Luchasaurus would probably have like a good tag team run. I would think. Yeah, uh, the same time, but I, I still think that I think they both could have some pretty good. good I mean, even even in that even in the Battle Royal, Luchasaurus looked quite impressive. And well, there was yeah. there was there was not much that looked impressive in that Battle Royal. I must admit. Let's 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 remember here that AEW are trying to go for uh, an Attitude Era feel, and the best time the attitude era had was when it had multiple top names going for the belt and just pushing the champion Mm. week in and week out having a a top bill of those stars pushing that champion you know could be amazing Mm. they're looking for everybody to build everybody Mm, exactly they're looking for everybody to come up they've got quite they've got quite a lot of guys who are relatively new you know kind of green or all green um, that some of them they've they've signed purely on the feel and purely on you know what you think they can do from a character point of view and stuff like that. They they're looking to build this group up together to make make AEW and you've got sort of key with, with key guys at the top that you've got now and then who can work with them to bring them up. Mm-hmm. That's ultimately what what SCU are there for, which was what which is what uh, Pete mentioned. Sorry. Uh, that's going to be what the young bucks are going to be. For they'll have the young bucks will be at the top, but the young bucks are going to be the, they will be down as the measuring stick. Yeah. For that. And likewise, you've got 
you've got Chris Jericho. Heck, you've got you've got Jericho who'll do his well. Chris Jericho will be Chris Jericho, and we'll have you know landmark program with anybody you throw at them. Throw, throw at him rather. You've got you've, you've also got Co- you've got Cody and Omega as also gatekeepers for the talent that you know at different levels, and they can swap over as as the need arises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a good match. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just overall yeah. brilliant, uh, brilliant match. I was trying to remember who Paige reminds me of. I've... Oh, I have no idea. It's Magnum. Uh, it's Magnum TA. Oh, he reminds really? me. He reminds me of Magnum TA. I was going to say uh, possibly Stan Hansen, uh, like a more uh, yeah. Tra- oh, in terms of yeah, Lar- Lariat and stuff. Yeah. yeah, but in terms of in terms of. Just how just how he moves for such a, a big man, the, the threat he's got, and again and again, the, the, some of the moves he does. Obviously, more athletic, obviously mm-hmm. than than Stan or, or Magnum, but somewhere in between, he's, he's in that bracket, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, uh, in terms of how gen- and- well, to lack of a better word, a new generation star of hmm. that old school, um, like sort uh, of power with new school. It was like, it was like, yeah. So those two. And then it sort of went via old Bradshaw mm-hmm. for a bit, like uh, yeah. Uh, and, and then sort of he's the sort of the next in that line. So, so it should be good things. And yeah. Who knows? He'll hold he'll hold the title on the second show for a year and a half. Absolutely. But um, because Cody Rose didn't want to work Tuesdays. <laughs> Cody uh, with Brandy Rhodes against Darby Allen. Oh my God! What a match this was. Yeah. Like Darby Allen was a superstar for this, like uh, to, in in such a high uh, like high profile match out of the gate to go against mm. Cody Rhodes. What a way to start him off! And, they they see something in this kid. And oh yeah, like uh, the character gimmick, the character gimmick alone is like a you know guy without a care in the world. Yeah. Doesn't care about himself. Doesn't, doesn't care about care. the world. He just doesn't wants... doesn't trust you. Doesn't trust anybody. Doesn't yeah. want to be. Just... But the the blurring of the line to the point that there is no line. Yeah. Immediate, immediate, immediate Everyone immediately bought into to the character in terms, terms of his, in terms of his look, in terms of the way he was. Sort of, he was like just sitting in the corner, quite Raven esque. Actually, was I was going to say, yeah, very Raven with, with, with the with the hood on and just sort of brooding. Yeah, like, quite, quite literally about about everything. There was some. There was some. As Jr. was saying, there is something not quite right there. And you want to do? It's not a question of you know you want to, you, you want to you know a, a, a cheer the guy or boot the guy. You want to do something about it. And I've never f- had that with a wrestler before. That you know to the point where their character is such that you want to almost like step in, stop that, and, and say this guy needs help in a, in, a, in a different way than you know what you would normally see as a, a wrestler needing help, either in storyline or real life. That mm. there's something wrong there. And, and you can see it in his eyes, and you can see it in his. You can see it in his walk. Yeah, but it's um, it's, it's a new new psychology there uh, for uh, a char- for a character there, absolutely. and that's that's really good. It's yeah. something fresh. What was um, what was slightly fresh, I guess, in terms of a mainstream American pay per view 
was time limits coming back. Oh yeah, I've noticed that. Which, but... yeah, first thing, first, when I saw her, I was going, 20 minute time limit. And I'm like, um, excuse me? It was a big point. We don't do this anymore. It was a, it was like... a, it was a big point of contention on the internet after mm. it happened because people were like, oh, it's fine. It's, it's literally just there to let people know the show's not going to overrun, et cetera, et cetera. And then this one actually went to a time limit. It actually came out of nowhere, which was more uh, astounding than anything else because it just happened. Yeah. I was like, uh, I wasn't really paying too much attention to the timelines and whatnot. But because then... the, the time went like that as well. And that was, one of the, again, one of the things they pointed out in the culture. It was like, wow, is it gone? Is this, we already had this time? Yeah, we're already, we're already halfway through this match. Yeah, and, the like, fa- and, and, it's, and it's like old school WCW when we had the time limit. Hmm. Because that, that with Justin calling out you know, the time checks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, ten minutes left, five minutes left, one minute left. It just adds to the tension. And then you, you had Cody reacting and going, wait, no. And then all of a sudden, okay, now he's got to end this. It, it yeah. was just another additional thing. And it also makes sense because, what was it? The ringside area, you know, where the bell is, it's called the timekeeper's area. Always has been. It's time. always been there. It's still there now. Yeah. It, it's it's like, just, to, just to measure, it's all a legacy thing. Yeah. Is it well now? It's obviously making more sense to, to have you know a timekeeper there, keep time and track it. And if Ooh. it's a time limit kind of like thing, then makes sense. So what, yeah, it's good. Smart, it's good that time smart way to use that as well. Oh yeah, because you, you, you protected Cody. Yeah, you you had Cody's now got a thing because there's this guy he can't beat. Mm-hmm. He well, didn't beat him. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't beat him. He didn't win. Uh, the, the other guy didn't win either. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, it's like you did. Cody didn't beat this guy. And because uh, whilst, whilst it wasn't, whilst it's not 1 1 on the body bag like he intended to, it's, it is yeah. 1 1. It's 1 1 0. Mm. Yeah. Because it's a draw. And but, that, um, that's going to be something going forward. Cody did technically get beaten after the match. Oh. By one now um, contracted Sean Spears, the perfect. Mm. The perfect 10. The perfect 10, just sadly not the perfect chair shot. Um, uh, well, it really depends. Again, this is something that's come out after it, and now I'm not sure if it's worth it, because obviously the, the chair shots were a contention as well, because they were very head-based chair shots, which obviously mm. WWE have, um, they've they've banned them after yeah. the in whole, in whole um, concussion thing. Right, and, right, and, and rightly so. Yeah, no, absolutely. Rightly so. Now, uh, the Bucks have come out and said, that uh, they claimed in an interview after the event that the chair was gimmicked in order to make the chair shot, chair shot look unprotective while remaining safe, but something went wrong, uh, which caused their head lacitation. Uh, I'm telling you exactly what happened. It was the top bit of the chair because mm-hmm. he was supposed to, he was obviously going to hit him with that, but as he, he brought the chair down and the top bit of the chair where it, where it curves on the, into the top of the backrest, boom and dug in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can kind of see it on the replay, and oh, that looks gruesome. Yeah, it just uh, it, it a bit flappy. Yeah, sliced him, and it was a bit flappy there. Yeah. Oh, nasty! Uh, and the and result was Cody with twelve staples. He had no concussion at all. Uh, ten, it apparently. Was, ten, did it go down. Yeah, go down. Uh, Excellent. Um, he lost two already. The, the, he the, put, the page two, he put two staples over. The page I am looking at does say twelve. So uh, it might well have, it might well have been corrected. I don't know. Yeah, but. But yeah, you had so that was that was why that's ultimately why it went wrong because mm. 
maybe that bit wasn't gimmick, but it was still it's still a curved piece of metal. It still had an edge on it, and the result was Kuchung. But interest. I, what I thought was interesting was the reason why. Did, did you guys see this? No, I heard about it. Uh... Heard about it. Yeah. So on Twitter, um, during uh, Sean Spears actually posted a video. It's like two seconds. Two seconds, uh, two or three second snippet from either uh, from one of the behind the scenes videos, I think. Mm-hmm. It was like Where, one, one of the episodes of being the elite, or, or being the elite. One of the two, one of the two, and he's and Sean and Co- is inter- Cody's behind the desk, and he they say in, he's talking about Sean Spear, mm-hmm. and he said he's a great, he's a great guy, hell of a hand. And it's that that the character has taken offence to. Hmm. That how dare you just say I'm just one of those one of just I'm just a guy who makes up the cards, mm-hmm. and then so uh, he'll be going there into full blown. I am perfection. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not. I'm not. I am, not, I am the hand. Something like that. You know, it, it gives him. I. I that, I'm that's more that, than that's the reason why he's attacked. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's the reason why he's kind of, and then there's, there's, some, there's some justification there in terms of in terms of the character. So little scene, those little scenes that they're using. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Getting very, getting very clever with these things in terms of the YouTube stuff. So mm. they're they're doing their promotion very well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but yes, we've got the next match was the Lucha Brothers of Pentagon Junior and Ray Phoenix uh, with the Laredo Kid. I think it's his first AEW appearance. Yes, yeah, it was. He was, the, um, he was the mis- he was the mystery opponent um, to replace was, Pack. To replace, oh, yes, to replace Pack because to, uh, yeah. to replace um, yeah to replace Pack and versus he was the the elite street fighters. <laughs> oh, I, I, I love this. Yeah, I, I loved it just because it was yeah it was it was playing to all stuff, but they're all, they're all big games. And then they they had they had. <laughs> Kenny Akuma murdering a takeoff of the guy who did the Batista the Batista thing and on WWE that time murdering a takeoff. Many people didn't get that, but or many people didn't get 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 the reference and say, okay, why is he lying? Say, Omega is Akuma. He just he just murdered him. He just (laughs) destroyed his soul. He's dead now. That's it. It's done. It's over. I thought I thought like uh, he was going to come out as uh, Sagat until uh, he did the whole, in, until yeah. it obviously went black and then we had the the thing. But it was pretty cool. Uh, uh, I especially liked. Um, oh my goodness, my brain is farting right now. The the ring announcer doing the. Oh, uh, Justin Roberts uh, doing that. Yeah, well, Last one fight, what? and he was like he did he didn't know he so he couldn't understand why. So it's just a shame he couldn't couldn't do it in the you know in the more mannerisms off what. <laughs> It is. Oh, he, so he, he, did, he did. He did. well enough. He did, they had, they had, best, to, yeah. they had to pretend he didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he just is just. I think Justin Roberts plays. I mean, just, Justin Roberts on up, up, down, down in one of the early ones. I think. Maybe. Uh, I think. Kind of mind. Uh, um, if you can, if you can find that and prove that I'm right, good. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But yeah, that, that was a nice little thing. And again, the crowd and again the crowd popped for it because it was just it was just more sort of in gaming references. And yeah, that continued during the match when we had the triple Hadoken. Um, uh, but 
was but beyond match. that, beyond that, really, really good match. Again, the the young bucks and uh, the lucha dragon uh, lucha dragons look that's a different team altogether. that's different entirely <laughs> oh yeah, um, oh Pe- pentagon it... would, pentagon would murder the lucha yeah. Dragon. <laughs> yeah but no the lucha brothers um uh they're oh geez the the, the moves that all of them would do i think uh oh who uh who did the spanish fly off of the the ring ropes into the Onto the I, I think that I think that, that I think that was um, I think that was it was either Phoenix or the Red Kid one. Or two. Yeah, I I either two. Oh, that was just oof, crazy. Oops, yeah, there there was a lot of. Oh my goodness, you can't do that. Yeah, in the match, <laughs> and, and again we had some we had some code reds. Oh, co- yeah, yeah. Code, we had a couple of code reds doing the pay per view, didn't we? And they were they were yeah. never called code red. They're all called something else. Um, well, they, oh, no, got, well, what, the, the Canadian, Canadian destroyers are cold reds. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Canadian. It wasn't Canadian. It was just destroyer. Yeah, just destroyer. Um, and hey, it was all good. We had, um, but again, we had some. We had still had some ongoing storylines in terms of um, Nick. I think it is. I think Nick wanting to do, wanting to come sort of trying to out, outdo them. Uh, what well, Nick wanting to outlucha them, yeah, was a thing. We had Matt Jackson and the the ongoing saga of his back, which has been going this 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 supposedly weak back that's been going on for goodness knows how long, and perhaps the ultimate payoff of that when he was doing the like just. Just normal light suplex, normal light suplex, normal light suplex. Oh wait, double normal light suplex and getting up. He, he actually jammed his neck right at the start of that as well. If you don't noticed, he he, uh, he he really he was he was like that for a lot of it, and he was like trying to shake off his right arm. Um, Might got a bit of a stinger. Yeah. Oof. But but great, but a really really good one, and we had a, we had a fight forever chant. Yes, or these these guys probably could. It was a it went twenty minutes twenty nine seconds. Again, a, again, a match that just went like that, or seemed to, mm-hmm. because it was just so damn good. And uh, Omega getting the decisive win uh, on uh, the the new kid. Um, I mean, granted, it's like yeah. You know, well, you yeah. say decisive win. Uh, it has been confirmed at the next AAA event, Triple Mania. 27 that there's going to be a rematch between these two teams so All if right. that's a thing you want to see again then... they can they can try it's one of these one of these things where they can just trade wins back doesn't weaken any of them no absolutely no. um but... they also they also you when you pointed out pete in terms of omega getting the win they put they made a very big point about putting over the one winged angel mm-hmm. yes one winged angel because they said, oh, you know, V Trigger. They put over V Trigger quite a lot, actually, but they never mentioned about why it's called the V Trigger. Um, yeah, bizarrely. I've, got, I've got a question about this because it was either the same double or nothing stuff, or it was, I'm quite sure it was a WWE show I was watching, but there were a lot of like things that has just started being called V Triggers now. Like even well, though even though it's very clearly just a, an Omega thing, like there have been other other wrestlers yeah. who have had stuff called. Well, V-trigger. yeah, Seth Rollins has obviously tried his own V trigger. Um, Is that the ripcord knee by any chance? Yes, it was. But it was yeah. literally called by a commentator it, as a V trigger. 
It might well have been done accidentally. Yeah. Um, apparently, apparently WWE even mentioned AEW by accident on their Instagram it, it, thing yeah. the other day. <laughs> it's like, but it's obviously Kenny Omega's because obviously uh, V Trigger is yeah, that yeah, off yeah. Uh, the um, video game term for yeah. It's a street fighter. It's street fighter. Yeah. It's a street fighter related. Like. Um, yeah. But, yeah. but, the, but the fact that they've put like, they, the commentary of really strong, I mean, JR was you know, going, you know, throwing everything at them. He's, 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 the only thing that's going to be, the only thing that's going to really decide is if he can get the one wing angel out. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, oh, he's, perhaps he's heard you, JR, because he goes up and yeah, and that was the thing. So we're, we're, we're starting to build up that as the, ult- as the ultimate finisher again. Yeah. Um, but it was a very good match. Very, very good match. And indeed. that was the end of the card. Of that was indeed the, the end of the card. That was the that was the end of a that was the end of the show. It mm-hmm. was the end of AEW Fighter Fest. Then something else happened. Yep. So the lights went off, and then the lights came back up again, and we had a non-sanctioned match between John Moxley and Joey Janela. Old school, old this school was, terms. An, lights out. Yep. Yeah, and it was uh, a very death match. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Deathmatch. This was it fun. was, it it was, was gruesome. It was gruesome, but uh, it was still probably the most violent uh, match on on a major kind of like uh, platform. In uh, it's definitely something that they're doing before they're on a network. Yeah. Mm. It's like uh, obviously, as uh, Khan mentioned uh, after the fact uh, after the stream and whatnot something like that is not going to happen on general network t- tv not no, tv and it, pay-per-views on the other hand that's a very it's, that's all, a it's, all, it's all game on pay-per-view and whatnot but even on pay-per-view and whatnot wwe has never done that because obviously if they're pg kind of like uh, rating but this time around obviously with uh, them uh aiming for t- tv set, uh, 14 uh uh kind of like audience mm-hmm. um uh, to ra- keep, you know, to raise the bar, to keep the bar higher than WWE, uh, they have to, you know, they have to bust bust out a very special kind of match, and this is one of those moments of having that special match to say we are more. Mm. You know, we're gonna give you more, but this, of course, this, we're not yeah. gonna give it to you all the time. This is like that. It's like it's like having that one special drink. Uh, you know, per, Elven you know, wine. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like an Elven wine. Yeah, it's, it's just. going to continue stuff heavy, to get the joke. Yeah, uh, it's that one heavy, heavy special drink that you savor for one for one night in in a blue moon and whatnot. It's yeah. just you savor it and you nice it, and that's what this match was. It was that rare occurrence of something that goes beyond the limits of. Your typical kind of like to go even further match. beyond. Yeah. <laughs> um. So in a previous show, talking about a, another wrestling federation, as it were, uh, we did discuss um, the sheer awfulness of uh, Mr. Randall Keyforden sticking a screwdriver in the hole in a wrestler's ear and going twist. Yeah. To be saying, uh, I. Hmm? Did we say it was awful? I thought I said I quite oh. enjoyed it. I thought I, said, I thought it said it was uh, very uh, inventive and different. In, 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 yeah, it was very different, but we also, but we, we, we did we all agree it was sick. 
Yeah, it was queasy. I, I, I would like to, to raise as a counterpoint to that uh, to be held in the same discussion. Um, Moxley taking off Janela's boots and socks to expose his bare feet, then dropping him deliberately, feet first, onto thumbtacks so that his feet end up being full of thumbtacks. And the with a person... <laughs> yeah. And with a person who has issues with his own feet uh, being very sensitive at times, that hurt me. <laughs> that hurt me a lot. The look on Janela's face. It looked like all... It looked like his, eye, it looked like his eyes were trying to open to scream. Hmm. It... it it was like every pain center in his body was simultaneously active. As he just get, sat there going... Didn't Moxley then go get a second bag of thumbtacks? Yeah, then, yeah, it, yeah. And he was like, this isn't enough. We'll get a second bag of thumbtacks. And then he did the... He, he gave him a... Par- well, it's not, it's not the um, Dirty Deeds anymore. It's the Paradigm Shift. Uh, into good, that. Good <laughs> into that. He ended up taking more of the thumbtacks than than Janela did. But so much so it. that one actually was spat out of his mouth. Yeah, it's, it it's some, somehow, yeah, somehow he got one in his mouth from that. I how magic? It, it's, it's 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 going to be another mystery. You know how how like Mick Foley's tooth got in his nose. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. This, well, these wrestling magic tricks, try and figure out how it was done. That somehow, by giving him a DDT, being face, face upwards, okay. he somehow got a tack in his mouth. Bounced, it bounced off the mat. Exactly. Uh, um, this was, it was really good. Showcased, it was. Showcased yeah. both of their strengths, really. Yeah. Yeah. John, um, yeah. John Moxley pulled off the win on that one. 20 minutes on the dot, it seems. No shock, no shock there. Yep. Still, um, well, got, Janela, to build, got to build him up strong, haven't they? So. Yeah. I'll tell you what, they, they, Janela got to look really good. I just thought it was good. I think a lot of people thought that match was going to be a an squash. absolute slaughter. Yep. Yeah. Absolute slaughter. And it wasn't. He, he showed determination. He was like, he, as you know, he was, he'd been beaten up and he was, you know, he was terrified, um, which, which befits the character. But you know, he was, they, they flipped him off, to, um, and immediately Moxley went through a gear because he was just like he'd been sort of like doing half heartedly before, and then he sort of went, and his face changed, his demeanor changed, and he got sort of redder. Not not Brock Lesnar red, thank God, but but he he he, he suddenly went like went through like a couple of gears, and like okay, now it's serious, and oh, and there was sort of that as into the next half of the match. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. Violent as all hell, but uh, we had a receipt in store. Yes, a well, well uh, delayed receipt. Uh, being mm. that uh, Kenny Omega came down and uh, got his uh, revenge on Moxley after his attack uh, at yes, Double or Nothing. Uh, keep this going. Yes, I remember. Yeah. So, um, um, pre- pretty much taking taking the brawl to uh, the. Um, mm. The entertainment side, uh, take uh, using the uh, the musical interest instruments that were there. I've got to say this: in in terms of an attack, it was really crap. It was a bit lackluster. It was yeah. Don't pick up a guitar. Yeah, pick up a guitar. You then hit the bastard with it. Okay, 
If you want to see a really good... We'll see a really good use of a um, of a of a music of a musical setup as weapons. Find Kane versus Taker, where Kane gets taken out and Taker is finally able to to have a go at Paul Bearer, where he sticks a drum on his head, bashes him in the face with the cymbals, and leaves him in a bloody mess. Okay, uh, he just completely just sticks the drum straight out. Yeah, proper I... cartoony. Boom. Yeah, and he just came out like Paul, just Paul, Paul Bearer selling like Paul Bearer can. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, but it was it, it, it was kind of lackluster. It didn't it didn't have the snap and it didn't have the violence of we had at the end of Double or Nothing with the then dirty deeds on top of the poker chip yeah. stack and then the the fling off to the side through the purse. Yeah. You know, it it would was you, it was sort of like would me. you have preferred like a one winged angel into the little kiddie pool? Is that what? Is that what you, <laughs> no, no, but I, oh, I, I appreciate the call back to the Jericho, um, the Jericho match though, with the sticking the table on top of it, and then just doing a stomp off onto the broken table. Yeah, you know, that was a nice little callback. <laughs> but uh, I think it, I think it needed something slightly more. But it it needed him to it needed him to bust um, Moxley open. Really, I think. Yeah, I think it, needed, it was one of those ones where it needed color. Yeah. I agree, and he was already through that uh, death match already. It would and yeah, he, you... wasn't, he wasn't showing that much color anyway uh, at the end of that match. So if he did, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, the smear, the smear on his cheek from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It, didn't, it wasn't really anything. Right. It was probably He's... from. Uh, well, we forgot to mention it's like the the barbed wire chair. Probably barbed wasn't... wire chair, barbed wire board. That, that was yeah. that was a that was a, such a lovely detail. Mm. Which they picked up. They picked up a commentary. It's like, why are these bloody rags on on the chair? Oh wait, it's his blood from when he cut himself wrapping the barbed wire around the chair. Yeah, <laughs> it's these scraps of paper with dried blood on them. Absolutely. This is a man of absolute violence. But yes, yeah. that was good. That that was AEW Fighter Fest. It was very very good. Mm. Very good. Um, if you're going to watch it, I would suggest doing so. It's very good to watch and everything else. And it maintains AEW standard with the exception of the pre-show not being strong, but it's an extra three matches essentially. And one of them is very, very good. Um, yeah. Ratings, Mr. Kevin. Oh, I am torn on this one. Um, I'm going to say a very conservative because there, there was there that we didn't and if we're gonna count if we're going to count the pre-show as much as they've got this fantastic match um we did have then a, a nonsense thing and then a very big nonsense thing um uh, an 8.5 an 8.5 is really strong um john this was so good i was gonna say i i was the same um that exactly the same as kev i was tearing between uh, either a nine or an eight point five, but I think yeah, eight point five is strong for that um, because of the exact same reason. So yeah, I'll say the same, eight point five. Wow, I was just going to give it an eight. Um, okay, fair enough. Okay, two eight point fives and an eight. That's pretty very good, strong showing. Uh, it's, considering... it's it's still it's still AEW being quite strong uh, after those two uh, first two official. Uh, outings from the promotion so it's just 
you know, keep it, keep it nice and steady. Don't there is, yeah. yeah, there is so much from that show that I want to see followed up on. Yeah, absolutely. Whether also, not, Darby we... Allen, never do that coffin drop from the top onto the bloody apron ever again, please. Yeah, totally forgot about that. <laughs> so, oh my god! Yes, we're uh, we'll wrap it up here. Please no. It's been an it's been an interesting chat about Fighter Fest. Uh, Mister Turbo, where can they find you on the social medias? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TurboXLR, all in capitals there. And uh, you can also find me uh, streaming on Twitch, which is at uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash TurboDriveLive, where I'm streaming every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday at 7pm UK time. Mr. Kev. You can find me on Twitter at TheKevinEva. You can find Last Minute Continue. Uh, our gaming channel where we do all manner of bits and you can get to see these two oops, these two fine gentlemen uh, to my left or right, depending upon where you're seeing me on the moment. Um, let's plays from them and by me. You can find uh, our Twitter at LastMinContinue. Uh, for the three of us, for Last Minute Kickout, of course, the, our Twitter is at FacesInPeril or at face and two heels in peril i don't know i guess based upon what pete said at the beginning uh, we're on twitch.tv for slash last minute continue youtube.com for slash last minute continue there's lots and lots of stuff to enjoy please do absolutely you can find me at titans creed as my main uh twitter you can find at gaming phoenix which is literally for all the youtube and the gaming stuff uh you can find my youtube channel at youtube.com slash project phoenix productions you can find me on twitch five days a week at twitch.tv slash project phoenix productions the next time you see us, it's going to be a very busy wrestling weekend because the next show is, in fact, AEW Fight for the Fallen on July the 13th, I want to say, followed by Extreme Rules 2009 on July the 14th. It's a very busy wrestling weekend. So, And our episodes will be slightly late because myself and Mr. Turbo are away at a convention that weekend. Uh, if you are at CoxCon in Telford, you can come up and see us. We'll be just generally round on the floor and everything else. Unfortunately, Mr. Kev won't join us because he's a busy man that has work to do. But um, real life calls, unfortunately. But um, if you do see me or Turbo and you listen to this and you're going to CoxCon, feel free to come say hello and everything else. We'll give you a high five, fist bump and everything else. Other than that, we will see you in a couple of weeks' time for the next couple of episodes, it seems. So, from myself, from Kevin from john peace out stay strong see you guys